0: Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, I am talking to you probably about one of the most important topics I will ever discuss. And I would be lying if I said this was the first time I've recorded this particular episode because this is it for me. Like this is probably the most important podcast I will ever record in terms of I need and want and like screaming from the rooftops for everyone to start understanding and learning. And that is how ADHD relates to regulation and the brain. Okay. And this affects millions and millions and millions of humans every single day. There's a diagnosis, then there's medication possibly provided or like, great. I have the diagnosis now. What do I do? But I like, I need you to understand what the per- literally the purpose of me helping you find brain health, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what this is. Sensory and emotional regulation is full-blown brain health and allowing your brain to function in the best possible way that it can and support whatever brain you have, no matter what. So in order to talk through this with you today, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my own story and why this means so much to me. And then I will go into kind of giving you a specific and very basic rundown. So you yourself can understand the difference between a quote, average brain versus an ADHD brain versus a, this versus a, that, like, so that you can say, ah, okay. Like I get it now. Okay. And along with that, plenty of other explanations and stories of how I have come to this belief and I mean it's it is what it is. It like it's the truth. It's it's science. It's based in neurology of the brain. Yeah. So please, like, please, if you could do me a favor, if you like this episode or you're like, whoa, or there's any moment that you feel like it was just like very eye-opening for you, please share this. Like please. And you can hear how many times I've said, please, because this is so important for our society to start understanding and learning, because I do believe that this will impact our children's lives and our children's children's lives. Like hands down, if we understand this and we are aware of this and we accept it, education will change and how we parent will change and how we show up for ourselves will change. Like this is the secret sauce in my opinion. So how does ADHD relate to regulation and the brain? Well, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you before. I may have shared this on other podcasts and I have started talking about it more and more, but I myself was diagnosed with ADD in third grade. And I was at the most well-known school in New Orleans. It was supposed to be, right? Supposed to be the it school to support the child and, and on and on and on. And they had, like, my parents had to move me from that school and they were like, you failed my child. And the parents that still send their children to this school today is thousands and thousands and thousands of, like a whole salaries worth of thousands. like It's a lot of money to go there now. And my friends, even back in New Orleans, they are pulling their kids out one by one by one because this school can only handle individuals with with zero issues, basically, like nothing. Yeah. And so that sounds ass backwards, right? Because if you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars, you should be the exception to the rule. You should be able to support every chain, every child's brain, like every child's brain, because we're giving you that much money. Like you have the most money to like find the support. Yeah. So back to me, I was diagnosed in third grade. Um, my mom even feared, she was like, I don't like, will she ever even go to college? Like, what is this? Because it was so new and not many kids had it at the time. So very less, I should say. Right. So my parents ended up moving me to a different school and what that did to me psychologically and emotionally it bruised me like it bruised my intelligence it bruised my self-worth it it was soul-crushing of like, I'm so embarrassed. What do you mean? I can't hack it. Like I'm not smart enough. Oh, got it. I'm stupid. Like all of that. Yeah. And that experience in my life has probably affected a lot of the different decisions that I made in my life and wanting to prove to myself that I could do X, Y, Z. And so I'm telling you this story because despite the acceptance of how many have ADHD now, right? ADD is not quote, no longer a thing, but, um, despite how much it's accepted now, it's placing a label of the word disorder on your brain. And I believe that that only invokes shame. Yeah. Yes. If if you're feeling like anger right now and you're like, no, no, that just empowers you to like, go, go find what you need and get the support. And Like, sure. Like, sure. You have answers. Yes. But you can find answers without having a label of disorder on it, right? You can clearly, like I, I give you the sensory profile, like there are ways for you to understand your brain. And that's exactly what I'm doing within my entire life's career is helping you understand your brain without saying, oh, by the way, I think I think you need a diagnosis here. Like I think, I think you're broken. I actually, you know, I kind of, I actually think that you're different than the average brain. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. You, sorry, you just function differently. Mm, Yeah. Sorry. Now what sucks is that for children, they need diagnosis in in order to get support or in order to get extended time on testing or, or be able to support their brains of whatever, however it's ticking, whatever it needs. Yeah. At the end of the day, If you take nothing else but this away from the podcast, what I want you to know is that sensory and emotional regulation is learning how to support your brain, no matter what behavior comes up. And a dad's brain is a mom's brain. A mom's brain is a dad's brain and a kid's brain. Like we're all human beings. So if you're watching my reels and you're like, oh, that's for women. Oh, she's only talking about women. Like, no. I literally just recorded an entire dad series to be like, hey, you get dysregulated too, to give specific examples, right? Oh, that yeah, that does happen to me. But at the end of the day, that's just an example of how your brain is functioning, right? Like I could give you the technical terms, but it, it's better for you to be like, yes, I identify. I see that. Yeah. So like I said, I was placed on medication, Adderall, at what, eight years old? Um, I could not figure out for the life of me how to swallow a pill. Mom, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, oh, that was horrible. I literally remember my parents on the weekend putting red hots in front of me being like, all right, it's time to practice. Let's do this. And I was like, I can't do it. And of course now I can swallow pills, but what we had to do was put it in a bite-sized snicker bar. And every morning I'd have to chew it. And literally saying that out loud triggers my brain to that taste. And it was horrific. And I would hide a lot of the pills in the couch, and then my mom would find a whole slew of them. And be like, "Brooke, these are so expensive." I was like, "I know." And then, sorry, mom, I know you're listening, and ooh, you're not gonna like this story. But at lunchtime, I would get like a dose up, right? And um, my teacher didn't know that I couldn't swallow the pill, so or I told her I could. Who knows? But she'd give me the pill. I'd go to the water fountain, boop, drop it in the water fountain. Sorry, mom. But anyway, um, I was placed on medicine at a very, very young age, and while it helped i now understand what that pill specifically Adderall right um or any stimulant does to your brain right so you guys know i'm a gas pedal you know like i talk about this all the time i'm a gas pedal i i like i've had to learn how to slow my brain down that's been my own work now you also know that i have a diagnosis or was in the past of ADD right or ADHD whatever you want to call it right so clearly I had some work to do on the fluency within my brain. Yeah, like I'm happy happy to admit that. But think about it. I'm a gas pedal and you're going to give me a stimulant? Like what? Like I don't need to rev my engine anymore. I need to learn how to slow it down. And we're still prescribing that for ADHD and why? Because it is a stimulate stimulant, excuse me, which stimulates your brain into a hyper-focused state. Yeah? Now, just like I said in my post the other day, if you feel that medication is best and right for your family, I am not judging you. I am not judging you. That medication probably got me through some really hard years in school. Yeah? So, like, you get to decide what is best and right. All I'm doing is giving you information so that you can then go talk to doctors and make the best decision for yourself because there's millions of different medications out there. Yeah? Yeah? So, the next thing we need to discuss is basically how, again, like going back to the original, how again does ADHD regulate to the nervous system and regulation? Okay. And I want to help you understand the brain. That is my goal here. And I said this in stories recently, and a bunch of you DM'd and said, Hey, can you add that to stories? And light bulbs went off and it clicked for you, like, Oh my gosh, like, Oh my gosh. Okay let's call it the average brain. Now, what the fuck is that? Like, is that like supposed to be the president? Like, is that the average brain? Like, you know, like what, what, who, who are we basing this off of? Who, who's number one? Like who, who's, you know, the, the average, brain? like what, right? So if you have a diagnosis of ADHD or your child got one, or they're having a hard time sitting in class or all the different things, or they're impulsive or da, 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 da. I believe that that is overstimulation right and some dysregulation within your brain and so it's showing up in terms of behaviors and so the teachers are like hey like kid can't focus or like you're like god why can't i why can't i stop bouncing my foot at work or like why can't i stop emotionally eating all the different things right so you're like something must be wrong with me like something must be wrong with me and it's like no like maybe maybe not maybe it's just how you're ticking at the moment yeah so then I want to kind of walk you down the path of sensory processing disorder. Sensory processing disorder was not even around, not even around. And no joke, if I could come back right now as a toddler or a, an eight-year-old, guarantee you I would be diagnosed with sensory processing disorder, not ADHD, okay? So sensory processing disorder is getting more at the state of the mind, right? Sensory processing. But why the heck does it have to be a disorder right like why yeah it's just that's how you function and you got to regulate your brain and learn how to regulate it right now the next step is the fluency of the brain moving down a little bit farther on the path then we step into autism that is where there is such dysregulation and the fluency within the brain is adjusted to the point where the brain does not know how to regulate itself in certain capacities whatsoever. And so you're seeing big, large stimming or nonverbal or serious picky eating, or I could go down and explain all of that. But again, autism is a spectrum. Okay. Now think about this. I could literally pull up statistics right now, literally pull up statistics right now and tell you how many people and the rise and influx of how many people have ADHD, how many have sensory processing, how many have autism. Why aren't we waking up to be like, oh, oh, got it? Like maybe this is just the evolution of our brain. And maybe some of you even feel like you have. ADHD or go and get an adult diagnosis of ADHD simply because you're so dysregulated from the world around you that we are all trying to keep up with, right? Hello? Has anyone thought of that? Like being a parent alone, not just the the world of how fast we function at this point, but being a parent, you can clearly see that you can get dysregulated. So then ding, 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 you've got symptoms of quote ADHD, but if you regulate yourself... Maybe, the, maybe those symptoms go away. They sure as hell have gone away for me. I know how to support myself now, right? And it goes all the way back to like, why are we calling this a disorder for, like why, right? When we need to start understanding the brain, even a child who is autistic, if they're nonverbal, it doesn't mean that they don't have inner thoughts. It doesn't mean that they aren't attempting to try and navigate the world around them. Yeah? Literally, it all relates back to the sensory system and how you function and how you tick in terms of avoiding versus seeking and registration and sensation and all the different things. Yeah. Like that's the most important piece here. I don't, I don't, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care what. You have like right, like you get to decide and, and learn about the symptoms of like, oh, I get it. That means this. That means I'm seeking in this moment. That means I'm avoiding in this moment. When I snap at my kids, that means I'm overstimulated. That means I need to do X, Y, Z. Got it. Got it. Like, oh my gosh, I get it. Rather than being like, yep, yep, you've got those symptoms. Here you go. Oop, there you go. Right. Like, what the hell? Like, that's not going to do any good. That's that's just. It's still like being left in the dark. To be like, okay, I have this now what? Now what, right? I truly believe also that if you understand your nervous system, your partnerships get so much better because you now understand why your partner doesn't want to have sex with you at the end of the night. You now understand why you're snapping at your kids at bedtime because it's the end of the day, right? Like you, you now understand all this stuff. And so you can stop shaming yourself. And then what happens if you stop shaming yourself? Better mental health, right? I literally got a comment today. I did a low registration reel, the first one of of the part of a series of like getting your arm caught with your shirt in, you know, a pull of the drawer or running into a wall or tripping and, and, and stubbing your toe, right? Or things like having bruises on your body and not knowing, right? Like, and be like, I don't know where I got that from. Yeah. Someone said, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is even a thing which demonstrates how little our society understands the brain, right? Like we should be teaching this in school, like all of us, not just like med students or medical professions. Yeah. Like, Oh, she said, Oh my gosh, I thought this was me. And then I started internalizing myself and having negative self-talk in terms of, I thought I was just a larger human than other people, which is why I was tripping over everything and stubbing my toe and running into wall. Like, Holy shit. Like what? And then I like clicked on her profile and I was like, what like, no, Mm-mm. you're itty bitty. Like, what are you talking about? But she built a story in her head that said, it's me. I'm broken. I Like something's wrong with me. It's literally just the fluency, the fluency in your brain. All of our brains function differently. Yeah. Like I've said, like I say this over and over and over, some love loud music while they're working. Some need peace and quiet. Some are introverts. Some are extroverts. Hello. How much stimuli can you take? Might mean if you're an introvert versus extrovert. Yeah. Like that relates to the sensory system. Yeah. Even, even the Enneagram numbers, you can be one, three, five, seven, whatever the numbers are, right? Like that's literally just the fluence in C in each portion of your brain. That's how your brain ticks and functions. And some are stronger than others. Some are not as strong, right? And so you can build and you can learn and and figure out how you function. You're like, holy shit, I'm not broken. Oh my gosh. And I'm telling you that and going all the way back to my own story of I, I shared with you how painful, like how shameful it was for me to know that I couldn't hack it at that school. That I needed to be moved, and that my brain functioned differently, and I basically was disordered. Like, imagine an eight-year-old. Like, right? Like, okay, great. I'm disordered, so now I'm broken. So everyone else is better than me. That's like fucked up. That come on, guys. Like, that's not cool to like. And, and you know, back to the thing of needing the diagnosis to get the thing. Look, it's just, it's just whatever, right? It, you do what you need to do, but to get the help that you need or support for your kiddo, right? But like, think about that. You're telling me. In the entire world, I function differently and I'm just sort of like I'm broken, I'm different. That's not anything healthy for a brain, yeah? Now, highly sensitive person, ding, 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 that's a wonderful, like wonderful label or explanation or helping you figure out like how your brain ticks rather than I'm broken, yeah? And so understanding your own sensory profile, understanding how you tick and how to support your brain. I, I don't think I'd be as confident in myself and, and trusting of my inner self and who I am if I hadn't finally applied, like I've said many years ago, all of this work to myself. Like I was I was patient zero and so was, were my kids to see like how we could do this in the home rather than me just being a clinician. And I was like you, like I, I was waking up and like, oh, I can't believe this is my life. Like what the hell? Like this is thinking i was broken trying too hard people pleasing like zero boundaries like doing all the things for everyone else and i was finally like i'm ripping myself myself to shreds like this can't i cannot do this any longer and i now love every single part of myself and i feel that this is such a huge important thing to discuss probably because of how much it impacted me by someone deciding that I was broken, someone else deciding for me rather than me saying, I'm not broken. And now I'm not saying that every single person who gets that label feels that way, but the word disorder is a shameful word. And that will never do any brain, any good shame. Like it doesn't, it doesn't produce more functioning or that doesn't. And I say that to you over and over and over again. Shame does not produce anything. So just stop shaming yourself. Like it's not worth it, right? Just stop. Like who cares? Like it's not going to do any good. And me understanding this information has gifted me my life back, gifted me the ability to say I'm not broken, gifted me the ability of mental health, mental health, not just in my life, but when I needed it most, like when I needed it most, I could never have fathomed that this was where I'd be in my life. Like I, like I said, I was doing reels earlier, all about dads. I was wearing Jonathan's shirts and I was like, thanks, Johnny. Like I literally said that in my head and I was like, he's still here in ways. And like, I literally can't believe that I, like I'm functioning the way I am and I'm taking care of the kids the way that I am. And then I have built a successful company and then started a podcast and then added more and doing reels that like I could never imagine in my wildest wildest dreams this would be my life's journey or the fact that I would be doing so incredibly well and feeling so strong through a monsoon like a monsoon not just a storm but like a, a tsunami boom you know and I now support other widows like I now support women Who are moving through and men through storms and through tsunamis, and right? Like, I help them regulate their brains so they aren't patterning as traumatic of an experience, right? I'm helping them regulate as fast as possible, realize how they're not and how they are regulating and how to support themselves. The first year when I, after losing Jonathan, I could feel a difference between three weeks, three months. And you guys know, like it's three years for me. Like I know that. Yeah, I'm almost a year two and year two has been heavy, but I've gotten through it because I understand the brain and how it relates to sensory and emotional regulation. And if we understand that no matter what, like no matter what, if you understand your brain, you will be able to support it and have the awareness of, oh my gosh, I'm not broken. It doesn't matter what label, what this, what that like it doesn't matter. It does not matter. There's so much cultural awareness of different cultures and, and and who we are as humans. And it's time to rip the band-aid off of like we just need to accept and understand our brains and support our brains. And we need to accept and understand that the world functions probably 10 times faster than it did when our parents were raising us. And that's what we're up against with our kids. Like my dad, and I know I've used this example before, but like when we wanted to go to a concert, my dad would go stand in line to buy tickets. Now, boom, right? Ticketmaster. Well, Ticketmaster's not doing so hot, but you know what I mean. Like Ticketmaster, yeah? Like boom, buy a seat in a second. That's how fast we have sped up life. Yeah? Like snail mail, like like that's what that's why we call it snail. Hello. Right. And so we don't, if we don't start recognizing that these cultural norms of rat race and hamster wheel and living this life and faster and, and, and docking more hours of, of, of work, you know, as a lawyer, getting this in and, and doing more sales than last year and then more sales than last year and like all the different, if we don't stop and recognize what we're doing, the humans and, how we're literally putting them in a blender and and telling them, okay, now jump out. Come on, I'm gonna push the button. Let's go, like, here you go. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Of course, you're going to feel symptoms that look like ADHD. And of course, you're going to feel symptoms that look like sensory processing disorder because it is, it's all regulating the nervous system and all understanding how to support your individual brain. And when you know that, you're able to say, hey, honey, you know, I'm just... I'm feeling really awful tonight. It has nothing to do with you. I love you so much. I just, I like, I I literally can't be touched. Yeah? Rather than going and being like, something's wrong with me. I'm depressed and I don't want to have sex with my husband and he wants it all the time and, like, something must be wrong with me. Nope, you're touched out. You're avoiding. Who knows the patterning you've had in your home of, like, if sex was healthy or not, right? That's the emotional side of things. But connecting the physical and the emotional, boom. Brain health, that's the secret sauce. And so I urge you, urge you, right, to think about understanding your brain. And that is why my course, Battling Burnout, exists, okay? It is literally the foundation of you get the sensory profile. Yeah. Like, and there's options for you to have your entire family take the sensory profile. And there's options for you to have a consult with myself or my team. Like there's ways for you to start understanding this information, right? Like so that you can support your brain and your body. And if it's not battling burnout, then maybe you want to do thrive or work with one of myself or my team, right? Or like find someone else, Demand answers from doctors when you are with them. The money you're spending, thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, nope, I don't understand this. What does this mean? Explain this to me. What, like, give me some examples. Yeah. Get what you need in order to support your family. What I must say is that this is probably my favorite of all the recordings I've done of how ADHD relates to regulation in the nervous system. So fingers crossed you'll hear this one. But if you can't, tell the passion that I have for this topic is far beyond this is it for me. Like this is at the end of the day, like this is it because there is such a crisis of mental health. There is such a crisis of depression and anxiety and like dysregulation causes depression and anxiety. This is the thing. This is a de- depressive disorder, anxiety disorder, like hello. Like, yeah, it all goes back to regulation, how you interact with humans, how you interact with your kids and your children. And if you are regulated, how you react or interact with them, right? As well as when you are dysregulated, how you interact or react to them. And there is a difference. And if you're aware of it and you experience it, how to feel the difference. Yeah. Experiencing it. That's learning, right? We can learn through hearing, listening, like, like all that talking, teaching, like we can learn through so many different ways. Experience is literally feeling it in your body. Yeah. And so I want you to know that I am busting my booty. Yeah. To do like literally to do everything I can to support you and help you gain this information in the best way and in the most cost effective way, if that makes sense. I'm trying to give so many different options for all of you because this matters, and, like you can tell how passionate I am, and I want you to understand this. But the difference is it has to be done the right way. i I cannot put something out there and just say, "Yeah, it's free or here's five bucks. it like if it's junk, like I cannot do that. So I'm letting you know that the things that i I put out there for you are things that, if they're not working or if they're not helping you understand or if they're not giving you the awareness that you want, like I have not done my job. And so I promise you to continue. I promise you I will continue talking and doing more workshops and different courses and all the different things, right? But I'm doing it at a pace that works for me in terms of I'm mom, I'm mom, I'm mom, I'm mom, I'm mom, right? I could have added dad in there, but like, I'm just a mom and I'm the financial provider and the emotional supporter and I have to take care of me and I have to make sure that I am practicing what I preach because a dysregulated mom, like a dysregulated Dr. Beam, mm-mm, nope, that's not good. No, it's not good. And so, again, I can't thank you enough for being here, trusting me, and craving and understanding and learning this information. And if you are here and listening to this, it's I, like I can't even put it into words. Like, I, I I don't think, especially cause you know, I work in my home. It's like, I don't even think I can ever grasp the fact that you you're listening to this and that you trust me. And that trust means more than you will ever know. Like more than you will ever, 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 ever know. And so thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope you had some aha moments and learned a little about how the world is functioning and my views and my beliefs and, how at the end of the day, ADHD relates to regulation and the nervous system. And until next time, take care of yourself. XOXO, Dr. B.